here. Good evening, everybody. It's Trey Heath with uh, the Beyond the Curve podcast, MX podcast. I've got Derek Schaefer with me today. We are going to talk about Dade City. We're going to touch on Hangtown National, uh, another brutal track. We're going to talk about how this sport, it spits you out and builds you up all in one weekend. And that's what happened this weekend. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are. You get to a certain point, the sport says goodbye to you, and the sport says welcome to others. And I think on the amateur side, it's the same way. So, Derek, before we get too far into it, welcome. We're back at the poolside studio today. It's an absolutely beautiful yeah, it's Florida nice. evening for for early June. It's nice out here it tonight. So uh, it's a uh, Monday evening, June fifth, and we're sitting poolside. We're going to talk about the latest round of the Dade City Motocross Series. We're going to talk about the latest round of the I four MX Series, and we're going to touch briefly on what happened at Hangtown. But there's really only well, there's probably like three stories from Hangtown that that are occurred, and uh, a little bit of the Gatorback uh, qualifier. Yep. So th- there was a busy weekend of amateur motocross and pro motocross. Uh, I'm going to be quite honest. I was away visiting um, my daughter in Tallahassee, so my motocross was followed on Twitter, fantasy, and watching motos late last night when we got home. So I was watching a different kind of horsepower. Saturday yeah. <laughs> and uh, on the road um, Sunday. So, um, Derek, what's going on? It's it was a busy weekend for us. I mean, we I didn't get to watch much of the race. I watched it all, but you know I couldn't focus on it. We watched some of the races, and I come back home and rewatched it. And it we're so beat and tired, and after a two day straight race you know, race event, it gets it gets exhausting. But um, yeah, we had a pretty okay weekend i guess you could say it wasn't wasn't good wasn't bad yeah. so but um yeah what do you want what do you want to tear into i don't know you want to you want to just kind of fill in the pros and then we'll jump into the amateur side since that was kind of it was a florida festive weekend this yeah, weekend with with uh with uh regionals with i4 with date city um it was busy yeah so we can talk about the uh we can talk about the pro motocross stuff for Hang- Hangtown Round Two. Um, traditionally, this track it's it's a it's an interesting track over the years. They've tried to create a little more disc up feel this year. Man, it was hard packed um, yeah. and and hot hot, and it was the same old. Well, it's it's only two rounds in, but to me, it was same old, same old. It's it's kind of it was. But we did have a couple big storylines. Chase Sexton fell at practice, yeah. so he was out. So who's going to compete with Jet? Um, and then on the 250 side, as I stated last week, other people are going to win, but Hunter's just going to be Mr. Consistent. And guess what Hunter was this weekend? Just Mr. Yeah. Consistent. Digging, put on a good show. Yeah. Um, out there throwing some gnarly whips right off the bat, showing yeah. his style. Um, it was not th- like there was nothing crazy to me at the beginning I, I said I, I didn't pay attention to it terribly but um yeah the hunter did hunter things he, he rode great Deegan rode great um the HBI team um we're gonna talk about them a little bit in depth with their guys uh Scott Meshi and um Hardy Munoz did they're they're steadily increasing I know like you said it's only round two but yeah. um they're showing progress as we go and um 
it was a it was a pretty good weekend for everybody yeah. there. It was it was I mean there was one I feel like for the most part everybody kind of got through California unscathed minus one of the legends of the sport, yeah. uh, Jeremy Martin. And and I'm kind of curious now like have we seen the last of Jeremy Martin? I don't know what all happened in that that last uh, 450 hole shot either where they just oh. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that. I one. saw the debacle. I, I saw that, yeah. there was probably fifteen bikes in that pileup, and it got nasty quick. Yeah, um, that's like the, literally the only highlights I have are the the crashes and or yeah. broken bones. Um, the Jeremy Martin video, oh, it's it's not good. I, I mean, it's amazing that someone got it that that good yeah. on video. Um, the four fifty crash. The only thing the only thing I'll say is I saw a meme that said. Hey, two fifty guys, watch us start, and then four fifty says, "Hold our beer," and they just go out and absolutely have yeah. a, a debacle. Um, some are saying, and I don't know because I've never started on a great. Some are saying <coughs> these starts are so fast because they all have traction coming out of the great, and they're all so close. I just think sometimes, for a lack of a better term, stuff happens, and yeah. and once one guy goes, they all go. I mean these. They're carrying serious speed regardless. Yeah. Those greats might help it a little bit, but I don't think that the greats are what's causing the speed. I mean, these bikes are ridiculous. Yeah. I, I'm going to ask this question because we watched it when Deegan got the whole shot on the first moto. And Jet as well. If you watched it, it was a left and then kind of a floating right. Like we'll say it yeah. was a right. They are They trust the edge of their tires so oh, yeah. much if you really slow it down and for those that enjoy racing I'm sure sometimes you watch things then you're like okay I'm going to go back and watch that again we went back and we watched both starts yeah. and the fact that they are they're standing up and they're on the edge of the tire yeah. and if you even look Jet gets a little bit buck wild at the start because when they're standing up, the bike's floating out, and it kind of kicks back. But it must it must be a great feeling as an amateur guy, a truly amateur guy. It must be an amazing feeling to trust the edge like that and be like, oh, this is going to hold. Or think in your mind, oh, this is going to hold. Yeah. Because that's what they're doing at that start. And then they kind of get in their flow, and they do stuff throughout the moto that you're like, I mean, I don't know if anybody paid attention. Jet was on the outside tripling into the inside of the split lane mm-hmm. and I was like he's tripling no one else was doing it he was tripling across the lanes and I was like these guys they, they just think so differently but the start was what got me is they're all barreling into the start and there is so much trust on that rear tire to just yeah I'm going to keep it wide open and those little knobs on the edge are going to grab a hold yeah so that, I mean that's how like all the supercross is they're 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 relying on the sidewalls and, yeah you know and like pretty much the whole race all those all those turns they got them things laid completely over i always said i wanted to i would love to go to a truck after a main or a moto and see what the tire looks like after because like i get a half season out of a tire yeah i i know they're also running spec tires they're not running they're not running tires you and I, the, the high-end guys are not running tires you and I could get. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see what those tires look like at the end of a moto. Most of them, well, an MX moto, they're probably rounded, but yeah. most of them, they probably still look brand new to you. You think so? Yeah. 
For the most part, they're probably not not an MX mode. I yeah. mean, they're they're definitely rounded at that. But like Supercross, you you might see some some cupping in them, but they're probably pretty new. So the only thing I took from the motos from from the motocross this weekend was I was impressed. Um, I saw it from Hunter, and I also saw it from um, there was others, but I saw it from AP as well. They were not afraid to speak out about track prep. No. They did not like the track prep this weekend, and they spoke about it, which I thought, cool, like fantastic. I'm glad they're speaking up. Yeah. And I also heard that the track crew wanted to not have the slot car rutted stuff, so they tried to prep it differently. Yeah. And I guess there's a very fine line as to what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. For the riders, they didn't really like it. Um but there's really not much takeaway. Congratulations, like you said, Deegan. That was awesome. He held on, kept his gap. Um, Hunter pushed through, ended up in third. Four fifties. Jet, I know he is. And James Stewart even talked about like, I think he's giving everything he has. He just looks so smooth. See, God, he looks smooth as can be. I, I heard Bubba say that. I. I kind of disagree. Like, you can tell that he's riding, but I don't think he's riding hard. Like, look at the, the speed that he had was, it just looks slow. Like, yeah. that's how he looks anyway, because he's so fluent. But I think he, he was much slower than everybody else, just because there was no pressure. There was nothing to worry about. I don't think he was pushing it by any means. There was a few spots where he'd, he'd get huckabucking, you know, huckabucking in a turn or um, he'd be bouncing around a little bit, and you could tell he might have been pushing it a little bit there. And, but I don't, I don't think I, we've seen Jet ride hard when he gets angry, you know, and he's coming from the back of the pack and like Supercross. Well, he skirted the issue when when Jason asked him if he had, hey, could you have picked it up? And he he really skirted yeah. the issue of because I don't, I'm of the opinion he's kind of riding like at seventy five percent. I agree. Eighty percent. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's riding hard at he all. He looks sm- too smooth. We we've seen him how many times in Supercross fall, and that's that's when you see Jet ride hard. Yeah. And look what he does. He comes back and he's still in first after being last. It's I I don't I you're not going to hear me disagree with James Stewart very often, but I, I'm I'm going to have to disagree with him on that one. But I will say I I think two rounds into the Nationals, forget the what's going on with points and that kind of stuff. I just so much appreciate when these guys go out and grind these motos out. It is just watching them, because we'll be you're, you're watching as a fan. You see the countdown clock, and you, you're kind of paying attention. You may be looking at your phone, doing something. You look up, and there's 14 minutes left, and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" Then you look up, and there's four minutes left. Yeah. And then you're like, "Okay, you're counting. Okay, that we got two more laps. So we like five more laps left." And then they get to two laps, and you're like. They've already done 30 minutes, and now they're going to do two more laps. And it's like, whew. I just appreciate these guys, all of them, the guys that get lapped versus the guys that are finishing first. They're grinding it out. I think I think motocross, there can never be not motocross. And it separates men from the boys. Yeah, yeah. By all means. But, um, yeah, and AP was looking good this weekend. Um, he always does in the outdoors. I was impressed that he – Blew his clutch lever off and got that thing running again. I don't. You you might have missed that. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it or not, but he 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 went down on that one big turn and blew his clutch lever off, and then got the bike restarted and rode without the clutch the rest of the time. That's um, and if you don't, which is typical anyway. Yeah. But the clutch is pretty helpful in the turns. Yeah. So um, 
he slacked off a little bit. He he lost when he went down. He lost positions, but he lost one more position without the clutch. But I think he did, that was an awesome ride for not using it. Yeah, for sure, because it was sure. gone. But it was it was another good weekend. Now we start we start the transition more towards the east. We go to Colorado next weekend. An absolutely awesome track. Um, I think that Colorado track they say is one of the best viewing tracks. It's a, aesthetically watching the camera shots. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so we, we start that, and then we get a week off. Uh, I think Father's Day they have off, and then we get over to start the East Coast push. So it's we're in it. We're in it now. And and uh, that being said, we're in it for the pros. We're in the midst of it for the amateurs, too, because a lot of the amateurs are prepping for Loretta's in August and getting some good hot motos in. Getting uh, Tomorrow is the largest day in professional golf because it's the final qualifying sites for the U.S. Open. And I, I think about Loretta Lens as kind of all these areas and regionals. It's kind of like they have these, but I, I've heard stories of guys like, okay, I, I didn't qualify in this region, so we're loading up the camper and we're heading to the next region because they don't run them all at the same time. Yeah. And you can go all over the damn country, try to qualify for Loretta. So... Um, this weekend was Gatorback, um, historic track in itself. So uh, fill us in on some of that. It's the closest. That's the closest qualifier we have um, to us. Um, it looked like it was good racing up there. I mean, my my big thing was we. I follow the HBI team real well, and um, they they put two two riders through. Uh, ben Riddle and Caitlin Lane both qualified this weekend. Um, it looked. I seen just bits and pieces of it because you know we 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 raced all weekend and, but I got to talk to Matt uh, Matt Bell, the owner of HBI Racing, on Sunday. Uh, he did a church service at Dade City and we got to catch up a little bit. He wasn't at Hangtown. He got to race this weekend and it was nice to catch up with him. Um, but they they had a really good weekend overall. Period. Uh, they got two of their guys got they got points in in the pros. They got. Two riders in Loretta's, you know, all, all their guys at Dade City, I think, did pretty well. Um, so hats off to them. That was a pretty good weekend for them. And I, I'm anxious to see where how Ben Riddle's going to do. Um, what class is he running? I think he's 40 plus. Okay. He that boy can ride though. Um, we I actually got to talk to him a couple weeks ago up at Spider. He had a day off. He was working on his bikes and stuff underneath the the indoor track while the kids were riding we were talking for a little bit and um talked to him about maybe doing some lessons with with bowen but um yeah it's great to see those these local guys that we're talking to all the time out there making it and um i can't wait to see what they what that whole team stems off from here because it's it's going really well for them did matt say what they were going to do with the rig so they got colorado is the rig going to come home? What are they going to do with the rig? To I didn't get to talk point? to him too much. You know, we only had a few minutes, so he he did the church service, and then Oakley went up with me, and he got his donut with them. And um, Matt's a busy guy, yeah. And I think we probably had like two minutes to talk real quick, and um, we pretty much got to talk about Hardy and them, uh, how he did, and Scott Meshy uh, the day before, and um, just a little bit of catch up. You know how yeah. how you doing? How How's she doing? So I'm, deal. I'm very curious on on the business side of that. How do what do a team what does a team do? Because especially if you're not a factory guy, like some of the factory guys, they may send their stuff back to California or in Yamaha. They'll come back to Tallahassee. But for some of these small teams, what do they do for that week off? I'm, 
if, if I had to guess, based on what they're doing already, um, Matt, you can easily correct me on this. Um, cause I'm gonna, I'll tag him and everything this week. Uh, we're happy to, you know, promote them too. But um, they have a driver, and you know, the team follows with them. I, I believe they will just go over there and hang out, and um, that you know, they got their meals now and stuff. Yeah. I, Matt was telling me that um, you know, at his church service. They, they they got the donations for the meals and stuff, and um, they've been trying to help out. Like a lot of these privateers, they're eating noodles and noodles. They're yeah. they're eating spaghettios out of a can, whatever they can do, sleeping in tents. And Matt and them are actually helping these guys. They're, they went and um, I think last week they Matt said they had uh, they went and found one of the the A Star truck drivers. He come up and had tacos and it, it was really cool he had a really cool story on that because the guy was literally looking for a taco place and um they ordered a whole bunch of tacos for i think it was friday night might have been thursday night doesn't matter and um the guy all all the places were closed and literally their, their guy walked up and was like hey man it might have been matt that said you want some tacos and he's like are you like the taco god or what because <laughs> i was literally just looking for tacos and you know, he, he was mentioning that in his church service. I thought that was just awesome. But, you know, they're, they're doing more. I love seeing teams like that because, you know, a lot of these factory teams, they're yeah. it's, a, it's a private private deal where you got, like, Matt and them who just give, you know. And um, he knows that's why he's there. You know, he was put there. And um, it, it's just cool to see that he's helping all these guys out. They had Olive Garden that, that one night and um, – like I said, the truck drivers got to come. He's helping some of these privateers out who don't have a lot to work with to begin with. Yeah, um, it's awesome to see. But yeah, I tell you what, we need to do is find one of these uh, circus guys that has the uh, large traveling sleeping rooms mm-hmm. with air conditioning, and like get one of those guys to go on the road and like offer these guys like, hey man, you can have an air conditioned place to sleep because there's some of these guys that are sleeping in their vans with no AC and yeah, they're eighty degrees rough, at yeah, night, ninety degrees, truly roughing it. And like that's the next step because now you got meals and you really do have what we would what we all call the traveling circus in the racing world. Yeah. They would actually have it, but then these guys could like have a place to like cool off and sleep and and uh, it's just a great thing. But no, I I I, I uh, am excited to see the next round and I'm excited that HBI had, and I'm excited to see that Gatorback got to be a, a regional, I think it's a regional, I get confused, area, re, yeah, regional, uh, tickets punched to Loretta's, and um, so, but then, more importantly, we had the next round of the I-4MX series, and we Dave had City. the next round of the Dade City Motocross series, which one run ran on Saturday night, yep. and then the next one ran on the big track on Sunday. Yep. So... However you want to take it, I was watching horses um, jump jumps and go around in circles. So, talk to us. Dade City was a crazy weekend this weekend um, for everybody, not just us. We we had a bad weekend. Um, we did come on with a fourth, which isn't bad. Um, I can't complain about it. Um, I feel like we're going backwards right now. So, I have been talking to a few guys about some training. I mean, we, I am dealing with a five year old, so it's a whole different ball game. You know, we we can't. We've talked about this a hundred times. We don't know what's in their heads. They're kids. They're not built for this, but they're you know they're out there doing it. Um, but this he just rode off this weekend pretty hard. Um, he did have a nasty fall. He got drilled on the whole shot. 
in one of his motos. Um, I can't remember. That. I think that was Sunday morning. Um, he got taken out hard in the whole shot, and I think that threw him off all Sunday, but we'll, we'll get into Sunday. Uh, Saturday night, we had another mutter. Um, our, our race was good, um, and then I think we made it, like, into Moto 7 or 8, and then the rain came down and dumped, flooded that track again. They, they, they scraped the, the whole track off with the dozer, and you could just watch the ponds fill up. I mean, it was just like the, the last race. It was a mess. We, we only ran one moto, um, and then they called it after one moto, so moto one was how you placed. Um, so I think we would have done way better um, because he did take that nasty fall. Um, we were like three turns down from the finish, and he went end over end. I just seen the mud flying. So it kind of sucked because I, I think we could have come out. I think we could have come out with the number two. He we rode second place the entire night, or the, the entire first moto until we went down. And he still ended up fourth. I think there was like twelve bikes or so. So he did good. Um, I can't complain about it. Um, a, a lot of our friends, uh, Declan Mead, Kevin, who was on our show before, he came out with a win. Um, they were on the fifties were the first bikes out in that mud after we they resumed because we took a, a big break the the lightning was nasty um, we took a big break and then they went out Declan went out and won um, he took some nasty hits this weekend too he took like a Cooper Webb to the back of the neck got hit pretty hard uh, Jagger Craig was there um, he put in some pretty good laps um, one one thing cool about the I4 series I don't want to jump to Sunday they do these uh, doom buggy races yeah, so they have a dune buggy class, and they're pretty slow paced. Like, but I I'd love to get a Honda Odyssey or an old Honda Pilot and run that class. Well, it'd be awesome. But um, back to Saturday night, it was I I think I did more uh, coaching that night. I um, there's a couple guys that we've rode with at Spider. We've seen them around, and we had one guy. I honestly can't even remember his name. And I feel terrible about it. I'm just so sleep deprived at this point that. I'm not going to remember anything, but he was a nervous wreck. Never rode in the mud. Um, he's never really experienced that, and he was a nervous wreck. So I stayed up real late. You know, I was soaked head to toe, and um, I stayed up with him and got him ready, mentally prepared for what he was in for because he, he's in the points hunt there and in, like, the, the plus 40 no jump class or something like that. I don't know what class he runs, but it's, it's something along those lines. And... Um, he was like, this guy was literally shaking. He's like, I'm gonna throw up. I'm like, you need to calm down because you're, you're so in your head right now that you just need to calm down. And that's that's what's crazy about that's it's not crazy, but it's it's a whole different world with this amateur racing that it, it takes a wide variety of guys and a lot of these guys are there on their own. So you know, no guidance, no nothing. So we, you know, I, I took the time. I sat down with him and. I went. I picked his gate, packed his gate for him, got him all ready. Um, you know, once he was on the gate, I think he got a little bit better. You know, I told him ride the middle of the track. You know, I, I could point out a few turns where you need to hit this one here, there, and he went down hard a few times. Um, got back up. I was proud though. He finished it, finished it off. Um, but yeah, it was it was an exciting night there Saturday just because of the the straight mud fest. Um, Sunday morning, we weren't sure how it was going to be. Um, I woke up first thing Sunday morning. Like I said I went to church with uh, Matt, 
and we enjoyed that. And I, I decided to sign Bowen up. I asked him, like, do you want to race? Well, it turned, the track turned out perfect. It was, I wish I would have rode it. Um, God knows I'm not allowed, but I, I wish I could have rode it. Um, the track turned out beautiful. Now, these 50s were having a rough time. Did, did the little ones run the full track? So, our peewees did not. Oh, okay. um, So, the... The PW50s and the 50 Minis did not run the full track. They ran the, the regular half track, the top track. Um, but then the 50 Seniors ran the whole thing. And um, just a few classes of them, they had to kind of talk them into it. And it was, I don't want to say it was a good thing. The kids got to experience the full track doing, you know, three full laps. But the, the back track was nasty for them. It was a, it was a rough time um a lot of kids went down but all in all it turned out to be a really good day we didn't stay the whole time but we had a lot of issues on sunday um we had throttles sticking again kevin and uh declan and them they their their e-bike kept throwing um like a battery code the electronics were wet and then another friend of ours ashley her uh her son eli stalker he come out with a come out with a win but he blew a chain apart it's just the it's the inevitable of what happens in the mud and um the people that love to ride the mud are the people that don't work on their bikes you know we all say that and but that's what's that's what's hard about this amateur stuff is what declan and when his e-bike shut down as they were lining up so we yanked that thing back as a team effort and I'm glad I'm glad we got it running, but we, you know we took it all apart, got the electronics blown out, cleaned up, and uh, we got him back to the line. Um, with Ashley at the Eli's bike, he his whole shot is when the the chain broke and it got stuck up in the fork or up in the chain guard, and we we rushed that bike off. I yanked the chain out for her, got it pushed up there, and we went and um, took care of our issues, and then we you know we rushed up there and help them get a chain on and you know with like two motos before they had to line up so it was a very tiring weekend but that's what this sport's all about you know we we try to help everybody and um i I just like to see these kids racing so i was i was very busy this weekend you know kevin and i both kevin was i i thank him all the time because he's always there to help us but you know we're always there to help him it's just uh it's a family how was the crowd with the fact that that less than an hour and a half away, there is a regional going on. How was the crowd for the I four series? Uh, it was pretty busy. Um, I expected to be a lot busier. Now Friday night we we were backed up out into the streets of Dade City to because they didn't open the gates up. Um, they should have opened them up earlier because it it did turn into a mess Friday night trying to get in because we camp all weekend and. Um, they ended up, the cops showed up, like, moving, trying to get uh, RVs off the, the main roads and, yeah. and all that. But it, it was a pretty good turnout for having a regional, you know, close by. So I, I think it went well. The With the rain, a lot of people left. Um, a lot of people weren't sending their kids out on, on that, which, like I said, the track ended up perfect. So the only, the only complaint that I would have with it was the for the PWs, they don't they don't clean the so the Dade City series they they'll groom the track at intermission. Well, the I four M X series they don't do that. I mean they might do it at some of the other races. That's the first one we've ever run. But 
it's hard for the PWs to ride in the, in the bigger ruts like that. And um, I actually got buried. I lost my shoes in the mud. I got buried up to my knees. I had to have a couple guys pull me out. It was it was wicked. I was reaching in, digging my shoes out. So it was. That tells you how much mud is on that track. Yeah. Like you know, I was up up to my knees, and that's how much they pushed off, and it, it just sucked you in. But it was a pretty good turnout. Um, we we had a really good weekend, minus the the issues that we did have. But um, yeah, I, I can't wait for the next one. I'm I'm really excited now for the the Florida series when we um, go to Dade. The we actually sponsored the Florida series FCA the FCA MX um, August. 13th I believe yep. but it'll be another full weekend there and hopefully the rain holds off this time we can have a, a full race weekend I think it'll be fun so the next round for Dade City will be two weeks from now or not this yeah, weekend Father's Day day, week? day before Father's Day okay yeah. and then I4 is when I don't know I'll have to look um, I think it's in a couple weeks okay two maybe three weeks okay um, I'll have to look I don't know but they they got a pretty good program going yeah. um, it's, it's like a it's a family-oriented uh, race series. It's not really a... I think when people think of that series, uh, if you've never been there, it's probably like... You think it's like a massive motocross series. It is. it is. It's a big series, but they're... It's very, say, family-oriented. Um, it's just a good time. You know, they're out there to have a good time. Kenny Yo, who, who runs it, is... You know, he, he's a pro at one point in life, and um, he's doing a good job with it. You know, I, I, I like what he's what's become of it and um i hope we can run it some more um but we're you know, we're all over the place at this point so well I, I got like i think it's i think it's one of those things not that we do prep we don't do any prep for this so that we're going to prep right now i think it would be cool to kind of at some point break down the different series that florida has between yeah. the gold cup the i4mx the uh boss the boss series, the boss series. Um, and talk about Loretta Lynn's qualifiers, so on and so forth, where they are. I think it'd be kind of neat to discuss that, do that breakdown, and talk about those different series and when they run. On top of that, there was some catastrophic news this weekend that another motocross track in Florida has been shut down because the owners of the land, which made my wife and I say, hey, these guys need to get their own land because... The past two tracks that have shut down have not been because the track's failing, but because the landowner wants to sell the land, and so It'll probably be developed. I yeah, mean, and it sucks, and that's what I keep saying about the, the old landfill down here in Babson Park. Like, I would love to have that because I don't think they can ever build on it, right? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know, but that would be perfect. You know, yeah. it's already got the hills. Yeah, underneath's probably not the best, but you can make a motocross track out of it, yeah. and it's. I think that would just be prime. It sits up there on that hill, so it drain off nice. Hopefully, someday maybe we can make that happen. I doubt it, but um, yeah, they, these tracks, like the leasing the land, is just it's inevitable to happen, especially yeah. with the real estate market right now. I mean, you guys know it better than anybody. It's when there's an opportunity to make that much money, they're gonna do it. Yeah, you know, the, these owners are gonna sell, they're gonna develop it, and it sucks for the sport because we're we're losing them left and right. There's, I'd, I'd say, you know, five, ten years from now, we're going to probably only have a handful left. But yeah. it is what it is, and hopefully we can keep gaining some more tracks along the way. But, yeah, as far as the, the series goes, I'd love to have all of the all the guys that run the series on here and to actually talk about their series and what started it and um, 
because there there is a lot of series that run run here in Florida, and um, they're all really good series. You know, we've we've talked to some guys that are par- parts of them, and um, yeah, I'd love to have all those guys on here. Well, that's something that's a task you and I can tackle over the next few months. Um, not that it matters, but my old body, I I received news this week that I'm done effectively for my season, so um, I'm not allowed to get back on the bike for another two weeks, which I'm supposed to go race the National this weekend in Georgia, and, uh, well, it's not going to happen, so I'm effectively done, and uh, I probably won't race now. I was going to take the whole month of July off anyway just to do bike work and different things, and I'm thinking I might take August off, too, as far as racing and start back in September and and, uh, get ready for the National Enduro Series next year, um, which I'm excited to bring that to the podcast when we travel to where the hell we're going. It's going to be interesting, yeah, for sure. I mean, some of the places, like, I've seen videos of where they've raced this year. Like, they raced through a canyon in Arkansas, and I'm like, I didn't know they had canyons in Arkansas. So that's going to be fun to do, but i got to get myself, and it goes to the kids and the, the amateurs that race motocross. We've got to take care of ourselves, and that's yeah. going to be a journey I'm going to be going through now of rehab, prehab. I've got to go see a specialist to get my Oh, I know, I know it all too well. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those things, like, it's going to be a fun little journey. So Michelle and I are actually, Michelle was pumped up. She's like, hey, the money we're not going to spend on going to races, we can start going to some of the amateur stuff. We were going to donate to the HBI thing because we thought it'd be fun to go to Bud's Creek and just go watch a national. Um, but I guess those are full. You told me you said those are full, which is awesome. Well, you can hit on that in a little bit. So I'm going to get to go watch some of these kids do their thing um, over the next few months, and that's going to be it's going to be fun to not focus on me, but yeah. focus on these kids and, and that's going to be neat to see and we're going to get out to a date city saturday night and um but that kind of the doors kind of closed on me this week while we were out of town and it was like all right cool well, well, let's let's reevaluate the summer so uh i haven't had a summer break in a while so it's kind of interesting to to, to have that and yeah. um, start that process so i will start bike tear down i guess this week so so I, that way i can get back on the bike when i can <laughs> yeah now we're we're in the thick of it at this point with the, the amateur racing. It's we are now full blown. I mean, it's for us our schedule's just slammed, and it's gonna it'll be exhausting. But it, to get you guys out there, it'll be fun. A couple yeah. weekends, and um, I think Michelle put on your calendar. You guys are gonna come to that that, that race that we sponsored. Well, and, since uh, I can't since I can't race, instead of being in Alabama that weekend, we'll be yeah. we'll be at Date City or yeah. wherever that was. That in Date City? That one's gonna be at Date City. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because we have a points race the night before, yeah. so I figured it would it would match perfectly. Because um, so are you guys now focused for the next few months on just Dade City? Yeah. So being in the points hunt, we want to um, this this is his first full season, so I want to kind of do the discipline of the the points race, and um, we're gonna hit we're still hitting a couple other ones here and there, and. Um, but I want to give them that discipline and get some training in. Uh, you know, I've talked to a couple guys about some private training. And like I said, we, we're kind of going backwards right now. And so he's a kid. He doesn't listen to me. You know, it it, it doesn't matter what Dad says. I want – we actually have a – we're going to um, the Pax Tracks Motocross Camp. Um, he signed up for that. 
June 27th, 28th, 29th. We'll be up there for three days straight. Uh, Justin Starling's going to be the coach. Oh, cool. Uh, they got a few other coaches up there, so he's going to get some good training up there. Um, and we're going to start working towards the next the next step, uh, but the next step right now is that, like I said, that discipline of the point series, so he knows how it works, and then just slowly bettering him. Like I said, he's five years old, so we can only do so much. Um, I think he's got a bright future, but um, we're, we're, we're really struggling on the KTM Mini right now. I don't know if it's just the power or, or what it is, but um, I think we're going to pull him off of that for just a little while and see if the being off of it makes him want it more. Um, Kevin actually gave me that idea. And I, I've contemplated it in my head, should I just pull him off of it or should I just push him, you know, push him on that one? And we maybe we'll just do the training on the mini. I don't know yet. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, there's. I want to get the discipline in, get some training in, and then we'll see where it goes from here. And then we're going to hit a few of these other series. Once that EJM series starts back up, I think we're going to run it too. Uh, then he can race the Stasic because I know he has so much fun on that Stasic. Um, so I want to get out to a a series like that where it's literally just fun. Yeah. And he can go out. And it's all it is is small bikes, and there it's just a good time. Uh, we really enjoyed that series. You guys came up to that one race, yeah. and I, I'm actually looking forward to that one. Um, but that's I think they're going to do like a fall winter series this year. So um, we do want to hit the Florida series a few more. Um, they have a really good beginner program. Um, with some of these other tracks, it's hard because I don't want to say I don't want to call kids sandbaggers, but they a lot of these parents put their kids in classes that they know they're going to win for the trophies, and it makes it hard on us where we have a kid that's trying to learn and he really really wants to race, but he gets discouraged when you know if he comes in last or. It's not often that he does. On his on his mini, he does because he's that's just not a bike that he's comfortable with yet. And I knew that it's it's a big bike for him. He's a small kid, but um, I want to get him into a an actual beginner class where I know it's beginner kids like he is, and he can actually battle with kids for the lead and for the win and get. I, I want him to feel that that first win, and then I think I think a lot might change. Then um, you know we're putting in the work as much as we can it's hard for us because a lot of these 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 fast kids are they have a track within half an hour of them you know i built this track out here in the yard which it's it's good for training but um i think we're we're slacking on the the training part just because it's so hard for us we're still three days a week driving two hours one way to go practice which is hard but um if i can bring somebody else in so to try to teach him something that I can't because they just won't listen. Um, but like I said, we'll see where it goes from here. I think uh, we're going to have a brighter future coming up soon. But yeah, we're going to hit a few more series and keep excelling his knowledge and go from there. Who were the... Because uh, we kind of keep our eye out on who's kind of doing what. Who were the hot shoes this weekend in some of the upper classes and either date city Saturday night or we, the, here's the issue with me and all the issues that we had over the weekend. I got to watch some of them ride, but getting some of the names was hard because we just were so busy. Because I figured this would have been the weekend for someone to shine 
since the guys that are yeah. trying to go to Loretta's weren't the, there. Yeah, and the biggest issues this weekend was the mud because a lot of the a lot of the fast riders just it's like they they just weren't there. I mean, they were, but yeah. it, it was it was a gnarly track Saturday night. And Sunday morning there was there was quite a few fast guys, but um, name wise, I wish I I couldn't even get any pictures because we were just so busy. Like of the the results, um, but my my focus on this next race is to to get a few of these guys um, start highlighting them, and hopefully things calm down a little bit so I can do that. And maybe if you, you can get out there, that's going to help a little bit. But um. There's like I said, there's there's some fast guys that are out there, so I'm hoping to talk yeah. to them soon. And yeah, because this weekend was one of those odd weekends where there's kind of the state series, and I don't know how the I4MX series works. I don't know if there there's drops or anything like that, but like I'm guessing there were a couple guys that run the series that were trying to qualify for Loretta's this weekend. Yeah. So th- there there's a chance for somebody to kind of shine that normally wouldn't get to shine. Like you said, you you said it perfectly. If someone gets a win, even on a weekend where maybe the guy that usually wins is isn't there, winning is a is an amazing drug. Yeah, it, oh, it, that's it's especially a for a kid. Yeah, you know, it, a kid comes home with a first place, and it's it's a game changer, really. Yeah. So, and that's kind of what we were looking for this weekend was hoping, you know, that we knew a lot of these fast kids were going to Lorette, and we can't keep up with some of those kids because they are they eat breathe and sleep it i mean we do too don't get me wrong by any means but this is his first year like we're only nine races he's nine races in yeah and he's doing really well for nine races in at five years old but um i that's what i i thought this weekend maybe just maybe there'd be a, a, a hope that um even if we can get a win a second a third he's gonna be ecstatic about it but um, well, we were close. We, like I said, he ran second. We still had some fast kids there, though. So, because with the I four series running the next day, we had new kids that came in yeah. Saturday night just to race. And um, I was proud of him for how he rode, even with those extra kids there, because there was some new fast faces. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see. I like I said, I think I think in the next few weeks, if I can get him out of this funk, because he's he's in a funk right now. If we can get him out of this funk, I think. We might be able to take a win in his class, and hopefully that just excels everything from there. What's it? What's it like? You're 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 at the racetrack, and you guys have your camper there. And what's it like? Because you know, like usually you guys go race, and and it's kind of that series, the Dade City. But then all of a sudden you have these people coming in. What? Where does everybody park? How, how does that look? How's how, how's it look? It's on a, not bad actually, because we. Us normal Dade City people, like, we have our spots. And we have a lot of... We have our spots for a reason. Because we, you know, we've created these families. And, you know, one one camper will park here and the other one will park here. And then we have this whole pit area together. You know, and then the people that don't have the campers that we know, they'll come in and they park behind us. And um, it's just one big group. And it, it's fun. But then when you get series like this where they all run together you got people riding right through your pits and it, it does get hectic and i don't want to i don't want to discourage anybody or talk down on any of these series because i'm glad to see it successful but it does get 
it gets jammed in there. Yeah. Um, there, there was a Friday night. We got knocked on our door, and you know, Kevin parked here, and we parked here, and they're like, "We need to move your truck so we can get another camper right in between." I'm like, you, you can't fit another camper right in between here. And you, we knew we, had, I knew we had other people coming, and we just, I didn't want that, but luckily we didn't have that, and um, but I can see where it would happen. Um, I'm anxious to see how the Florida series goes because I know it's a bigger one. So, yeah, it gets jam-packed, but they were parked out in the field, out by the streets, and it was it was pretty full. I think the rain helped a lot of the overcrowding yeah. problem, but we'll see. On a, on a nice weekend, I bet it's going to be And fine. I think for that Florida series, we probably won't have, because I don't remember when Loretta's actually is, but it's getting close to that time. So, It'll be another opportunity for guys that didn't go, aren't going to Loretta's, a chance for them to shine in another state series. Yeah. So, it's kind of going to be interesting to see over these next couple months because, as, as as big as the amateur scene has gotten, these kids don't race a lot. So, you're going to have a lot of kids once these regionals are over. They're done until yeah. Loretta's. Then so it's going to be a chance for some of these other kids to get some race time without them yeah and they're back at the they're back at the local races getting gate drops and mm-hmm. it, it's cool for us because we get to our kids get to ride with a lot of these pro kids and you know just that experience like our kids love jagger craig you know we've talked about this before and i got to sit and talk with Paige craig a little bit this weekend and a lot of people don't get to experience that kind of stuff um like I said, we're not fan crazed or anything. They're just they're people. Were they videoing you, or did you just actually get to talk? They we got to talk without the video. Okay. Now we were parked right beside where Bowen was sitting right beside um, Paige or Jagger at one point. So they're we'll be all over the video. But um, I try to just look the other way. But the we actually did talk because um, Paige actually called us over and. Uh, as we were walking by, Kevin and I, we talked to her for a little bit, and um, she's just a mom, you know. Yeah. And we're just moto dads, and she's playing moto mom because Christian wasn't there, and um, it's just cool to interact with, you know. The, to me, I, I talked with Brand. I'm like, their lifestyle to me would be just hard. Like, I I don't know that I could live their lifestyle because it's so. There's just people up your butt all the time I, yep. I I couldn't deal with it like there's there's always kids at their van and it would get exhausting to me and I, I do think that um, I could be wrong I mean I'm like I said I'm not famous by any means but I think maybe for her it is nice to just talk to normal people that aren't crazy about you know the, the caught up in the fan base and um it's like it, it was cool because she just talked about Jagger racing and you know we were talking about the the lines on the track and you know how the kids were doing and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to just interact with them as a person and not yeah. not a, a rich well because they actually are normal people. They just yeah, happen to be on TV or YouTube or and their the dad happens to be one of the best whoop riders in the in the world. Yeah. So and I, Christian's I I love the way Christian rides and. Um, I, I've talked to Christian at Dade City before. It's just you just talk to them as humans. It's they're not they're nothing else. I mean they're they're humans just like the rest of us, and we all have we have kids out there riding, and it's it's a whole different perspective then. So it's nice to like I said, it's nice to sit down and talk to these people as 
as a human and as a parent and we're all going through the same thing right now no matter what fan base that they have so well speaking of famous people i'm really excited because we talked about it last week a little bit and deegan throwing out like the haters and i am so happy after he won there was no comment about that people didn't think i because dude you're good i understand we talked about the money we talked about there's a skill set that you have to have in order to win a 250 motocross national you have to be good yeah you're good. Like, okay, stop it. Stop it. Yes, there are people that are going to hate you. It's fine. But but it's okay. Yeah, well, they're, they're bringing that on themselves, too. But I think, yeah, yeah. It's, it's calming down at this point. Yeah, it's, it's, you're good. You're good. You're, yeah. you're good. You let have it, talent. Let it go with that. Yeah, let, yeah. it's good. And, and, and congratulations. You won. Your, your conditioning. I mean, I, I saw uh, Lewis Phillips from Vital MX, and I don't care. I mean, they had their own podcast. I don't care. I, I will never <laughs> – I will never – we're small. They did. He did a rundown, and his average time was never the fastest of the race. Yeah. Hunter actually had the fastest lap. His average, but he ran his fastest lap with two laps to go. Yeah. So conditioning, like, and all, all I took from that was okay. The kid's got condition. He's good. Okay, cool. Like that's all needs to be said. I've trained. I'm good. I'm very talented. We're good. Yeah. If you don't like me, okay. It's okay. But guess what? There's people that don't like Jet. There's people that don't like Hunter. There's people that don't like Eli Tomac. Yeah. It's okay. Stop talking about it. Yeah, I don't. That's that's what happens. Like, they get caught up in that. And a lot of these riders don't. You know, they, they ignore it and let it go. Well, Frandis, Frandis doesn't think about it because all he talks about is talk. He, oh, he is the new Marvin Muskan. Yeah. He, it, <laughs> don't get me started on it. You know, I I don't know. Like I said, I'm not in that position. I, I, I would never want to be in that position. Sure, I'd love to be a pro rider, but I don't want to be famous. You know, it's um, obviously we like talking. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this, but I don't want to be like that. I don't, I don't know. I would think I would have my interviews really short like I'd be happy jovial and they'd be like dude I gotta go cool off and by the way these guys are jumping in these uh, ice baths I I know there's conflicting thoughts maybe look a little bit into the research of cooling your body artificially that quick maybe go sit outside the awning turn a fan on let your body cool off instead of jumping in these you're artificially cooling off I understand (laughs) you guys have all these people that are helping you but in all honesty, do a little bit of research and see what the proper way to cool off is versus jumping into an ice bath and then going and sitting in the semi, letting the body cool down naturally, slowly. slowly. Yeah. I, I And now with the extra 30 minutes, because now there's even an extra 30 minutes between the races, so you've got plenty of time. Have your snack, drink some fluids. While you're cooling. Yeah, while you're yeah. cooling down. But uh, they were showing them hopping in the tubs this weekend, and I'm like, dude, there's there's a lot of research now, and I don't know if that's the best way. This is coming from someone who, I I don't have a degree, I don't, have, but I study a lot of it, and I I get both sides, yeah. I get both sides, and 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 um, I don't know. So you see that stuff, mom, dad, if you see them hopping in garbage cans with ice, 
that may not be the best thing for your kid. Don't let your kid go inside and have a sandwich in the air conditioning either. Maybe get one of those fans, sit them outside under the awning, give them some water, turn the fan on, let them cool down, change clothes, and they can sit outside because they're going back out in this weather in an hour. Yeah. Well, even even at the amateur stuff, it's when we go from I'll be chasing bikes around the track, you know, picking kids up and you're hot like you're beat and then you go into the ac and it just it kills you because yeah. it's hot to instant cold and it, it's too much for me I, you'll never see me in an ice bath well think about ever. this think about but, this just go work on your property go mow your yard go mow your yard leave the shoot off come inside sit down have a cold drink get in the air conditioning and then realize you have to go out and rake the yard yeah you don't want to do that no so imagine exerting three times that effort racing and then coming in the cool and then thinking about what your your body is like oh hell no yeah like so it's just a it's just a thought i'm not the pro i'm not the professional but i follow a lot of people that there's pros cons you just here here's what i'll say do your research don't watch what other people do and think that's the answer yeah the pros do, do it, so I should do it. Do, yeah, do the research. They're being guided by someone else. Not everybody's doing that now. I'll just say this. Not everybody's doing that now. I wouldn't do it. So, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm sure it feels refreshing and you feel good. But it also depends on what they're doing after that. What are they eating? What are they drinking? Where are they sitting? Are they going into the hauler or are they sitting outside? They don't want to sit outside because guess who's outside? Us. And guess what we do? Hey, can I get an autograph? Hey, can I? So they're hiding in these haulers that are air conditioned. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a there's a catch twenty two. Um, we can't really, I guess that they could go hide out back. That'd be fine. But uh, we need to touch on Jeremy Martin, devastatingly broken arm. Yeah, that was. Nasty. Um, we talked about it at the beginning, but but I think he's got to be 30, 30, 31. No, he's he's older. I think he's thirty. I don't know. I. I, and, and I feel like this might be the end. That's a, a if you watch the video, that's probably a career-ending yeah. break because yeah. it was bent totally the opposite way. Yeah. Um, We're gonna. Be I didn't. I didn't do the research on how badly it was broken, but I'm gonna guess he broke both bones. Yeah. And totally annihilated it. So he's now gonna be in an AP situation where he's gonna be pinned and in a cast for a long time and a lot of recovery and it's just and it was throttle throttle yeah. arm at, at that so and, and if it is the end that's sad but he is a two time national champion he has a family business to take over yeah he's um, had a good career um, um, and, and we don't know for sure but man that was not good it's kind of like the whole thing the way I feel with Eli they're saying Eli could be back for 24 and I'm like but does he really want to like the, he doesn't have to be. Yeah, he doesn't have to be. Yeah. Does he really want to? Do you, do you really want to go fight? Now you have a new addition to the battle. Um, so for, for for Jeremy, you know, his brother left the scene and started this troll training, which seems to be going fabulously. Yeah. And maybe it's time for Jeremy to take over the track. Yeah. Because uh, they, they got some great stuff going at that track. I had no idea that they had a snowmobile trail just above the track like there's actually a state snowmobile trail that runs around spring creek Hmm. so i mean there's a lot going on 
Um, but no, I, th- I think it's, it's great. Fantastic. Uh, terrible for him, but he's had a great career. And I think he will re- be remembered highly. Um, yeah, I, you're not going to see the last of him. No, I mean, no, he's, no. He's always going to be in it. Yeah. Obviously, they're they're a big part of the sport yeah. anyway. But um, yeah, I'd say his riding days are probably over. Yeah, that was a big crash, and, and it's a big comeback, and he's already on a... B team, yeah. don't mean Club MX is a B team, but they are a B team. They're not factory. He's on a B team. He's already thirty. He's not going to a four fifty because he's five foot three, five yeah. foot four. I'm not making fun of him. He's not a big guy. Um, he saw what happened when his brother went to a four fifty. It didn't go well. Some guys are just two fifty guys, and uh, so fantastic. Ho- hopefully he heals up and can and enjoy life, but. Uh, other than that, I don't really have anything. Um, did listen to a great podcast on Vital. Uh, it's, they're, they're doing a series called Moto Moms. Oh, yeah. And they've done Jeannie Carmichael. They've done James Stewart's mom. Um, Forkner's mom is next. She's the fourth. I'm missing. Oh, they did, they did uh, Jeremy McGrath's mom. And it's a really cool series that they're doing. And listening to... Mrs. Stewart, I will tell you, the interview that we need to get, not us, I mean, that would be awesome, but is we need to get Big James. Yeah, it'd be fun. He doesn't do I've never seen him interviewed anywhere. No. I'd love to have him on Oh, here. my God. She says, like, some of the stories that she was talking about, she's like, you need to ask Big James about this. You need to, I'm like, you know what? Someone does need to ask Big James need to get big james on his podcast yeah and just but talk. uh and just talk because they went through the whole racism thing they yeah. went through i want to know what the bird was when he was flapping his arms like a bird <laughs> um i want to know all that stuff and honestly today i was out doing uh property review photos and i had to pass by the compound on the way and it's like sometimes it drives uh, me crazy going by i, I drove by and, and and you have to understand we live 15 minutes from one of the most prestigious motocross compounds in the country and today I was driving down Kokomo Road and there was some of the big jumps as I'm driving by and I'm like man right there this is where this magic happened and it's still happening there yeah it still happens and um but just saying um that is that was a great series and it's cool we've we've had the perspective of your wife and my wife on but listening to these famous moms talk about their kids yeah. and the racing world it's just kind of a cool perspective I'm really looking forward to diving into the Mrs. Forkner one because they're farmers they're they're farmers, they're straight up they're farmers, yeah. and she was a teacher I think or something, but they're like straight up on a farm, pig farm I think and different things so um, it, it's really cool listening and, and this is one of those like 15 years from now Brianna's thought process of what it was like being Bowen's mom through this process whatever he does like whether he's just a good amateur or he decides to be an accountant it doesn't really matter it's it's those muddy weekends and oh my god wipe your feet up before you come in the camper please type event so <laughs> we had a lot of that this weekend <laughs> but um touch back on the the amateur stuff just any any of the Dade City people that that watch or listen, watch, listen, all the above. Um, Shutter and Soul Photography. 
um, she captures some pictures at Dade City a lot, and she knows how to capture like those those moments. Um, Can you give her like her ha- at sign or whatever? What's it? She just find her, shot her in soul photography on Facebook. Okay. Um, she she's one of those photographers that cares. Um, she'll capture the moments like on the line of the you talking to your kid, you know, hit, hit, you know, pointing out this line or that line and. There's not a lot of photographers that'll do that kind of stuff, and it's just raw. Like it's it's raw pictures. Her pictures are amazing. Um, so anybody who wants to give her, please follow her. Uh, anybody that races there, um, look look at her pictures because a lot of these photographers just want to catch that that one shot where she catches the life. You know what I mean? Um, the life of what we do, and it, it's hard to get pictures like that and to keep for the rest of your life so definitely give her a follow i mean she's not a sponsor or nothing but i i like to give all these people credit that you know that go into this and um she captures some awesome pictures for us too so um we got a guy and i'm not gonna tick say anything but we got a guy that does some of the ftr stuff and we literally twice a year donate to him yeah so if you are one of those that are fortunate to get photos from her or steal the photos from her that she takes, donate to them. It's it's a simple gesture, and I know we're all slammed. We, we all have no money to give. But these people come out, and they take photos of your kid or yeah. the event. Or, I mean, Michelle and I Venmoed to this guy. As soon as that picture was posted of her and I together on the line, the last race, it was like, oh, dude. Yeah, it's it's just those moments. That I mean, was because that moment we were actually having a moment of, it was our moment. Yeah, and I saw that picture and I was like, oh. somebody that captures pictures like that, yeah. like they care. Yeah, and it, like I said, it's hard to get that, and a lot of people don't understand that these people spend a serious amount of time editing these pictures, yeah. whether you buy them or not. It's if you could. You can't really put a dollar per hour sign on how much work that they put in um, for all the more that they're getting back on these pictures. It's it's crazy. So and they make good, they make great gifts for grandparents and sponsors and just for the kid. So yeah. if you get a chance, support. It's that's a small business, and I know they do it for fun and they're there and they're having a great time and they're. But like you said, just the editing portion of it. Yeah, that's where all the time's at. Yeah, because they can take 5,000 pictures. It's not hard to take 5,000 pictures on a digital camera anymore. It's not like they have to go into the dark room and do it. The editing, making the picture, making sure the light's right, and making sure it looks good, that's the part now that is difficult. To capture that moment like at its fullest extent. So so appreciate them and, and give them a little love. Or if you see them walking around like the guy that does... He rikes, He he drives around at the races. He's got a half helmet. It's bright, like some people call it yellow. Some people call it optic green or whatever it is. You see him and you're like, oh yeah. So you just go over and you throw him a couple bucks because you know, like he's just gonna be there every weekend at the yeah. races. He doesn't race anymore. He actually, he actually so invested. He broke his collarbone riding his pit bike out to go take pictures. Broke his collarbone at a race and was out for a few weeks. And that's all he does. He takes pictures. Yeah. He doesn't race. He just takes pictures. Broke his collarbone trying to take pictures. Yeah, spending his money to take <laughs> yeah. pictures and yeah. get hurt. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. these people, they, they, and I can tell you this weekend, 
I'm sure for a photographer, their equipment is so expensive. Yeah. This weekend was probably petrifying with the mud and yep. the water. And so just love on them. Just, you may not like, oh, I can't believe this is the only picture I got. Dude, chill. Appreciate the fact that they're there. Maybe try donating to them and reaching out to them and tell them what pictures you want. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll be happy to gather that picture well, for I will you. tell you, my, my nephew, congratulations. Great segue. My nephew first raced back after his massive crash a couple weeks ago. Um, finished third this weekend in 4x4B four, four four up in uh, Pennsylvania. High Point. They were actually at High Point. Okay. I think the family stayed in Morgantown, West Virginia. So, big weekend. But uh, they actually have GNCC photographers that you can go to and you can hey, I want to. I want you to photograph me this weekend. You can pay them mm-hmm. to, fo- and they will. They are your photographer. So I'm guessing. What's her, what's her name again? Brittany. Brittany from, what's her? Shutter and Soul Photography. Shutter and Soul Photography. I bet you if you go to Brittany, at Shutter and Soul Photography and say, hey, I would love for little Johnny. To have a little cool little photo book, could you do some photos for him this weekend? And I'm guessing, for the right price, you could have those photos. And guess what? She still can take other photos. You're helping her cause, and you're going to get some awesome ass photos of your little kid yeah. on a dirt bike. You guarantee they're going to be perfect yeah. because you asked. I mean, it it's not that hard to support no. at all, and it, like we've talked over and over again, there's. There's more than just racing in the racing business. It's it's a whole bunch of people combined, and they they all spend all kinds of money just to help you out. So help them out. All right. Well, I'm laying this challenge out here because I don't know how many people actually watch this. I know Derek loves a good challenge. I'm putting this out there now. I'm putting it out in the ether. We're going to have it. Matt Bell, you are from Lake Wales. Well, I don't know if you're from Lake Wales. You, live, you, you have a business in Lake Wales. Your team is local. We want you at poolside to tell us what it's like to operate a pro team, an amateur team, run church services, feed the masses, and what this experience is like. And also, and I'm going to say this politely because he's a preacher, why the heck are you doing it? That's what I want to know. Why? The, what are you getting from this if, venture? If you sit down and talk to Matt, I'll tell you exactly why he's doing it. But, I want, I but want it's right not... Here. It's not my story to tell, and I'm not going to. I'd rather have Matt here at some point. I want him to right tell here. Why? I want him right there. But he he knows why he's doing it, and I know why he's doing it, and um, it is working out perfectly, and everything has gone his way because of why he's doing it. So um, I'd, I'd rather. I'd love to hear the story. Yeah. I would love to hear the story, and and if that means we had to have a Tuesday podcast to make it work. I'd do a Tuesday podcast. I don't care. I think it would be cool. He is a local guy who is supporting professional racers and amateur racers. He is my dream. In the most plutonic and non-relationship-wise, <laughs> I just that, that is something my wife and I absolutely love. We love that aspect of sport. So um, we're rambling. We don't have much to say. We, we talked about the pros. We talked about the amateurs. We talked about mud. We talked about good, the bad. Um, we're only an hour and eight minutes in. It's one of our shortest episodes ever. We got right. one more week of pro, and then we get a week off. We're going to have Father's Day. But guess what? We're going to do an episode until Derek is not here on vacation. 
we're going to do an episode. Yeah, because we will be away, what, June yeah, or yeah. July. Yep, you're going to be gone. But we're going to do an episode every Monday. And guess what's going to happen when Derek's not here? I'm probably going to do a solo episode sitting in my living room or something. No, I'll chime in. I'll, we'll call. We'll, 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 fix, we'll figure out we'll our figure call out in, and I'll, <laughs> I'll call down and at least tell you how it's going up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, so, but we're going to be on track. Whether we have cool stuff to talk about, we recap the, the, the pros on the week off. Um, you'll be you'll, There'll be another Dade City thing. Um, maybe we can have a cool story to talk about that weekend. Maybe we can... Maybe that'll be a good chance for us to research the series, and on the weekend off, we can research those series and see. We can talk about the the local Florida series. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it'd be kind of cool. That that's something that just interests me as the sport kind of continues to morph in Florida and grow. And and there's also the there used to be the Florida Georgia series, and there's there's just there's there's a lot happening. I mean, this weekend when we were driving back from Tallahassee, I saw people hauling their dirt bikes, and yeah. they there's- were. Dirt were, bikes going everywhere. Yeah, there were race cars heading home from Sebring. I think they were racing Sebring this weekend. And there was guys leaving Gatorback. And I'm like, huh, man. And you just see them. We, we see them as we're driving. But I've been doing this for so many years. It's like, oh, there's a motorcycle. Oh, there's a race car. And you can just tell yeah. by the hauler, which which is what. And and uh, so, Derek, I don't, I don't really have anything else. You got anything else? No, I, it was fun. Um, hopefully, we'll, we're going to reach out to a few people this week and... See what we can make happen and get some more guests on here. Um, there's a lot in the works. So. I still have to start the Beyond the Curve, either business, Beyond the Curve, because we have the Beyond the Curve MX podcast. i got to start the Beyond the Curve business or the Beyond the Curve personal podcast. I, I can't really figure which way I'm going to go on that, but I've already got two guests lined up. Um, they're both, one's a business owner and one is a director of a not-for-profit um, in Lake Wales, so... They're very interesting ladies. Um, really, really cool. I can't wait to sit down and talk with them. It's a matter of just me getting off my butt and timing and everything else. But uh, other than that, if you don't have anything else, um, that is Derek Schaefer with DBS. And I am Trey Heath with Michelle and Trey Real Estate. We are the Beyond the Curve MX Podcast. This was episode 13. And both of us are dry because he was in the mud and I was where it didn't rain. But uh, just tired. We're just tired. <laughs> but everybody have a great week. Um, I think this weekend for me, I might go to check the RV show in Tampa at the fairgrounds. Uh, you guys have the weekend off. Yep, we're gonna can some spaghetti sauce and do do homemaker things. So. By the way, they are amazing chef chefesses. I don't know how you say woman chefs chefs. I don't know. They're both Derek and Brianna are really really good cooks. And they home make everything home make homemade everything's homemade, homemade. Yeah. and uh, I am so excited. He's Brianna told me they were going to be canning this weekend. I'm like yes, so <laughs> they're going to be canning. I'm going to be looking at RVs, and I don't have to mow any grass this weekend, so I'm really happy. So everybody have a great week, and this weekend Colorado weekend off for Dade City, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye bye. See ya.